Well, we've not done this for a while, Panthers Radio with Synomics, but we should do it again, Gary. Coach's Corner, I think it's about episode number eight since you've been here. Let's start with, we're going to do a lot of reflection, I think, over the next few minutes, but let's start with, with Sunday. You know, Now, I'm looking back, I'm sure you've watched the tape. Is, it, was that your most complete display of the season? Well, I think we've had a few games this year where I really liked, uh, you know, our full effort uh, for the entire game, but that was a good one against a good opponent. You know, I think, you know, the Cardiff that we'll see this Friday is obviously on home ice is going to be a lot different than the one that we've seen, but, you know, it's it's important for our team just to get that confidence and know that we can play against those type of teams. You know, for us, a lot of what we're doing right now is, is not so much on the ice. It's more in between the years, you know, getting everybody to where they got to be in a mental state and, and understanding, too, what we have to do to, in order to be a successful team. There's certain things that we're trying to get ingrained into our identity and I think that's where we really, you know, get lost is when we get away from our identity. And, you know, we can have a good first and then get away from it. And all of a sudden the wheels fall off. And then it's, you know, and then all of a sudden you start questioning things. And, you know, that's when we're at our worst. So, you know, for us, it's, it's again, for me, to the, to the leaders, to the, all the players, it's just all being on the same page. It's interesting. You talk about you getting the lead because on Sunday you went bang, bang, 2-0 near the end of the first period. But then but then never took, you know, Cardiff, to me, Cardiff never looked like getting back into that game once you'd had that two-goal burst. Well, we, we got better, too, as the game went on, I thought. We had a strong strong second period, whereas the night before in Sheffield, we had, you know, a really crap second period. So they took the momentum, right? So momentum's a tricky thing. You know, once you get it, you want to make sure you ride it. You know, you want to keep your foot on their throats. And, you know, that's sometimes that's where, you know, once we get it, we, we, we let off a little bit. And then, you know, they start getting momentum. And then that's why we've been and, you know, a lot of overtime games and tight scoring games, sometimes we haven't really, you know, thrived on those momentum bursts. And Sunday we did a great job with it. But, you know, listen, it's still young in the season. You know, we, we're now finally, you know, almost healthy. You know, and I'm lacking on wood right now. I mean, we, we now have Doobie back. We have Caruso back. Johnson's now back. Uh, Sorensen's back for a couple weeks now. I mean, Doogie's the, the last kind of piece. So, you know, we, we, we almost, you know, are getting close to actually fielding you know, what we thought our, our team was going to be like. So, you know, the guys are, are taking care of business here. I think we won five out of the last seven. And, you know, it's going to be a great challenge come Friday. What about for you personally? Because you've, you've spent a lot of time in the East Coast Hockey League and, and you've had your, your other, you know, bits that you've done, of course, when, when you went over to, to South Korea. Has it been harder in the Elite League than you expected? Or did you, because what I'm trying to say is we're perhaps not in the position any of us want to be. But personally, has it, is it what you thought it would be, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, it is what I thought it would be. I think, of course, there's little nuances about the league that, that are different. But, you know, I think the, the one thing, you know, that, that Omar and I, you know, Omar especially, I mean, we, we worked so hard, you know, since the spring when Omar took the job and all aspects to really try to build the momentum during the summer. And there's, there's nobody more disappointed than Omar and I about how we've started the season. You know, it wasn't good last year, and, and right now we're not good enough. You know, and the, the whole thing that Omar and I want to do was, was get it to a winning culture. And I think, you know, optimistically, I, I felt that we were going to get there quicker, if I'm going to be honest with you. So it has been frustrating. I think it's been frustrating for everybody, especially the fans listening. But, you know, again, it, there, there is sometimes you know, growth through pain. And we've experienced a pain in several different ways this year. And I, and I feel like if we come out on the right side of all this stuff, we can really get hot and, and be a, a very difficult team to play against down the stretch. And that's what we're trying to get to. And we talked a few times about identity. And, and you've been clear that you want the team to have an identity. How, how hard as a coach can it be to, to mold an identity? 
Well, again, it, that's, uh, it can be very challenging depending on, you know, the group, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, the coach is in charge of the messaging and he's in charge of making sure it gets across, right? So at the end of the day, the buck stops with me and that's where that's where I always feel. I always feel like the wins are for the boys, the losses are on the coach. And, and that's just, you know, what, what you sign up for as a head coach. But, you know, I think, again, you know, Sunday was a perfect example of, of how we got to play with and without the puck especially. I mean, you know, we just we, – we have to get an understanding that we're a better team when we have the puck on our stick. So, you know, turning the puck over and throwing blind passes into the slot instead of actually holding on to the puck and making other teams defend, you know, that's that doesn't lead into what our, our team is built for. You know, we have a lot of talented forwards, but like I keep telling the guys, guys, if, if you're not scoring, it's because we don't have the puck on our stick. Why don't we have the puck on our stick? You know, because we, we're doing things – that don't make it easy to have the puck, like turn pucks over, not put them in the areas that we're supposed to be doing. So, you know, this is just all of us, again, when we're on the same page, it can look good. And when we get away from that, uh, that's when we run into trouble. And again, no team's perfect. Every team's going to make mistakes. It's just the amount of those mistakes that we make during games is the frustrating thing. When footy fit and when footy on form, have you, have you seen enough now, like the game in Cardiff, the game at home to Cardiff, to see that this team can compete, you know, on the same page as Sheffield, Belfast, and the teams at the moment like Guildford who are near the top. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, we haven't seen Guildford since the beginning of the year, but, like, I watch all the games around the league, and, you know, Guildford's a perfect example of they just have a team, they do the same thing night in, night out, they do it for 60 minutes, and they have success. There's nothing that they're going to throw at you that's any different. They do the same thing, and they just buy into it, and they work, and, and they don't beat themselves. I think that's the one thing when you watch a Guildford team. Like, they take care of the puck, you know, they block shots when they have to. Um, you know, that's what, what good teams do. Uh, you know, for us, we can do that. We can do that too. Um, it's just a matter of doing it consistently and making sure that we, we all hold ourselves to that standard. I wonder also, and I think we touched on it at the start of the season, how are you finding sort of the highs and lows? You know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but in the East Coast Hockey League, a defeat probably isn't as devastating as maybe here where you're looking at that league title. Let's talk about league play. So a win, fantastic, but drop points is, is very crucial. Is there a, you know, how, how do you find that context maybe from, from this intensity of league night in, night out to what you probably experienced in the, in the coast? It's a good question, but for me as the coach, like I, I'm, I'm solely focused on getting us playing the way that I envision us playing, and we're still not there yet. So un until that happens and I see that, you know, through a five-game stretch of games where we play the game like we're supposed to play, then I can start looking at some of those other bigger picture things. But in the moment right now, you know, I'm not worried about what Cardiff's going to do. I'm not worried about what Manchester's going to do. I mean, yes, we understand they got a great power play. We understand they got to keep off the rush. We understand all those things. And they got good face-off guys. Like, you know, they're a good, well-coached team. But we have to do what we have to do. We, we have to dictate. You know, and that's the one thing that we've been trying to stress is that what puts us in a driver's seat to where teams are now having to worry about adjusting to us instead of us adjusting to them. Where can we get to that point? And um, I think, you know, Sunday was a good start. Um, now we just got to build on it. I want to talk about your netminding situation as well because you, you had a big decision to make this weekend because you had a, a netminder that had played four out of five. Sorry, had won four out of five. And then Alex DeBow, who had been very hot before his suspension, came back. How tough a decision was that to, to go with Alex two games in a row and, and, and not see Jack on the ice? It was tough. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Jack, I'm a big fan of Jack. You know, he, he got the job done for us uh, when Doobie was out. 
Um, you know, as a coach, you, you look at commitments you make during the summer, and there's there's conversations that you have with guys, especially goalies, about you know what the split's going to be, how you're going to manage them, and so you want to stay consistent sometimes with some of those messaging. Uh, the tough, the tougher decision was was putting Doobie back the second night after you know we didn't play well in front of him against Sheffield. He, we left him out to dry on several of those goals. I didn't think that was a a really good way of of him getting that first game back. Just want to go back to, to end now, really, on the two games at the weekend. Let's start with Cardiff on Friday. You lost 5-1. What, what do you think you can will, will be different this time to, to make the scoreline closer? Well, like I said, that, that game really wasn't a 5-1 game. I mean, they, they had an empty net goal, if I remember correctly, on the fourth one. And then the, the fifth one, it was a 5-on-3. They scored with like .01 seconds left. I mean, it, it, it was more of a 3-1 game for 99% of the game. Uh, but I will say they were a lot better than us. Uh, they possessed the puck. They won a lot of face-offs. They started with the puck. And, um, you know, they were good off the rush, too. So, you know, we didn't generate a lot offensively in that rink either, and that was the disappointing thing was offensively we were pretty anemic. We got up to a one nothing start early on and then just, you know, just kind of offensively just really didn't have much else. So, you know, we played into their hands as to what they want to do. But you got to play. It's a tough rink to play in. It's a little bit of a drive. Um, so you got to make sure you have a good start. I think that's the most important thing is you got to make sure you have a good start. And so you get that, that belief going in the room. And just finally, Manchester, it's going to be a great Sunday. Kids for a quid, getting a new set of fans, and, and I'll touch on that in a moment. But at this stage of talking, we don't yet know whether you need two points or one point, depending on Manchester-Sheffield result. But, but how aware are the dressing room of the importance of that game for progress in the Challenge Cup? Yeah, they're going to be aware of it. You know, we've, we've talked about it a little bit, but uh, right now our focus is on Friday against Cardiff. And just to end, you know, I, you know, you talk when you arrive about reaching out into the community and so forth. That, that the club have agreed this will be a kids for a quid game. There's loads of stuff going on on the on the foyer, on the plaza. How important do you think that is to to attract the next generation of fans? Well, it's to me, it's at the very top. It's at the pinnacle. I mean, when you get a chance to be a professional hockey player, a professional coach, I mean, the memories that you get to create with the fan base and, you know, reaching out to the community. I mean, those are lifelong things. I remember when I was a little boy growing up, I always remember standing outside getting autographs from hockey players and remember those moments. So, you know, it's 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 important. Um, but, you know, I, I think Omar and the staff, the front office staff, have done a great job of really creating new things this year, you know. And obviously with the enforcement Fortunate passing last year of, you know, the legend Gary, Gary Moran, you know, with Omar coming in, you know, they did a lot of stuff in the community. COVID affected some things, but, you know, we really just want to keep trying to do more and make the players available um, however we can.